This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the My Old Man Said Podcast. It's something for the weekend time. I'm David Michael, your host. Joining me, he's very excited about the visit of Manchester United to Villa Park. Mr. Chris Bird, welcome. Hello, hello, hello. Three points on this bag. Three points, surely. Banker, hopefully. I fucking hate Man U. <laughs> I'm willing to set up this podcast episode as, as a United fan said to me uh, the other day, there's lots of cliches in football. The six-pointer cliche is very much uh, apparent. But he actually said this is a six-pointer. For both teams. And I think it is. I think it's... Uh, let's throw another cliche in there. I think it's a sliding doors game. I agree. Currently, Villa eight points above United. United have had a couple of wins. They've got a little bit of momentum. What you don't want them to do is win another game against a team that are above them or were above them. They dispatched mm. West Ham 3-0 to jump into sixth place. If they beat Villa, they're only five points behind us with plenty of games to go, and we are waning. We we'll, would be on the ropes if uh, United beat us at Villa Park, I would say. Well, it'd be three defeats on the bounce, wouldn't it, at home as well, which that would be the, the gloss yeah. taken off the amazing home run we've had. And it could be lead balloon time. There's always a team that drops like a lead balloon. Mm. We were hoping it would be Spurs, but uh, they've... Well, it was earlier in the season, wasn't it? They've managed to get second wind and they're sniffing around us. So this is a key game. I mean, you can't get beat by Newcastle at home and then expect there to be no consequences. But it's more the manner we lost that game. The manner we lost against Chelsea uh, in the cup in midweek. You know, as as we said on that reaction show, walking around the ground, all you could smell was the stench of weed. And Villa can't be playing like as if they're stoned all the time, which, okay, you know, you beat uh, Sheffield United 5-0, but Sheffield United, newsflash, they are... They're awful. (laughs) 
they are bottom of the table with 10 points. I mean, when Villa were in the pomp, we were picking up nine points in a week at a certain <laughs> stage. Take it with a pinch of salt, that 5-0, because the bigger picture is, it's just teams have got us. They're working harder, which is not uh, a good look. And we will have to battle our socks off to get something against United. And when I say something, I'm referring to three points. Mm. Well, Emery's, one of his buzzwords is mentality, isn't it? And uh, it's going to really show. It will really show in that Man United game. Generally, to be fair to them, when we've had a crap result, they've always responded well. But as you said, Sheffield United, you have to caveat by saying, A, they were dreadful. B, we took our foot off the gas after 47, 48 minutes and we kind of never put it back on against Chelsea because it was the same team. Before we go on, we are pleased to announce that this episode of the My Old Man Said podcast is sponsored by Green King Sport, where football is more than a game. Green King Sport venues are showing every single televised Villa fixture over the 23-24 season, and with more than 900 sports pubs across the UK, it doesn't matter where you're based, you can catch every single minute of the action. If you download the Green King Sports app, you won't just get 10% off all drinks anytime there's a match on TV, but this month there's also a thousand pints of free Guinness to be won and a chance to win one of six holidays. So check it out. As we discussed in the post-Chelsea game episode, you start with what is your, let's say, strongest team at that point in time, and despite being 3-0 down, you still leave them on until like the 70th minute. And you've said pre-match, you basically spelt out where the FA Cup sits in priorities. And yet you're not making wholesale changes, never mind half time, but you know, after they got the third. Or let's say give it another 10 minutes to see if there's a reaction, to see if we can get back into this game. Uh, I mean, we anybody who was there knew that wasn't going to happen. So surely there was merit to take Watkins off or take McGinn off earlier or give players like Ramsey, Zaniola minutes. Get them up to speed. So you may well need them on Sunday against United. Didn't quite make sense to me, that. No. So here we are. In terms of team news, uh, Torres was on the bench. I mean, I was sitting behind the bench. There was a stage where he was warming up. Potentially, he was coming on. I I can't remember if he took his bib off at one stage. Yeah, I think it was when, I think Longley went down injured. Right. And he took his bib off uh, within uh, 20 seconds. It was back on again because he got up okay. So he's ready to play, I think. Well, he just needs minutes. But, you know, I thought... Do you think that would have been an opportunity? Maybe he's not 100% and he was just I there. Think he's in, not, yeah, he's not quite ready. He's there to make the numbers if we really need to bring yeah, him on break in the worst case. In you case do, of but, emergency. Uh, yeah, but I don't think, you know, maybe they'll play him. I would have liked to have seen Luca Dinho involved. Just, it, I think, you know, we, we could do with him back. It, we, it's mad. Sort of, you know, maybe this time last year when Moreno was up and running, you thought Dinho's going to be, you know, have his days numbered here. And actually, you look at the way Dinho started the season yeah. and he's become a big player for us. And actually, you'd really like him back for this game. And Moreno was getting bullied by Gusto, he, he was he was almost scared of him and he didn't fancy it one-on-one and that's you know something we picked up I think it was the post Newcastle game was Moreno's really isolated there he's been asked to actually uh, take on two or, you know two or three players at times uh, on his own and there's no real constructive build up down the flank no and both Cash and Moreno were getting skinned against Chelsea no and you, you definitely can't afford to have any passengers in this one it seems to be a Man United team we've sort of I wouldn't say fully turned the corner but they've certainly had a a bit of an upturn in their in their fortunes recently. And they're scoring goals. They are scoring goals. They can't defend still, I might add. 
it yeah. could be an absolute goal fest because neither team can safely uh, well, keep a clean sheet. But the thing is, you've got to stop them getting momentum and to mm-hmm. beat West Ham and Villa on the trot, would that would be a shot of adrenaline to the United yeah. season and that is, you've got to extinguish that if you can. We're, we're doing this before the Emery press conference. We're sort of injuries, you know, obviously no Konza. Konza will be out after the, the Sheffield United injury and that's a big loss because he's obviously been one of, kind of one of the first names on the team sheet. Torres is... Back. back it's hopefully. good timing uh, whether he starts we, we shall see but at least he's in and around the matchday squad you can't be losing too many uh, centre-backs and expect no. to not pay the piper but Zaniola's back I thought he had a, a longer term injury but uh, all's good on that front at least not that uh, I mean he's still we're waiting for him to come to the party yeah hope, hopefully he does at some point and of course yeah. you have Morgan Rogers back he may, may make uh, his home debut at some point I wouldn't expect him to start that one, but... um, Right, in terms of uh, the form guide, last six games, Villa sliding down a little bit in 11th place, 1-2, drawn 2, lost 2 in the last six. Manchester United, just slightly above them, winning three of their six games, drawn 1, lost 2. So both teams a bit 50-50-ish at the moment. In terms of last six aways for United... They've only won two of the last six games. Been involved in the FA Cup most of the time away from home, but the the Wolves yeah. game was that's a firefight, wasn't it? A good result, but very lucky. Forest beat them. They did at the turn of the year. I think their back line is just there to be got at. I think if, if Villa can be positive and get on the front foot, I think we've got more than enough firepower to, to really take the game to them in this one. Yeah, I think it will play out as the last couple of games have, well, the last couple of Old Trafford games where we'll be on the front foot, but they have that, they have pace they have to uh, catch us out, the high mm-hmm. line. Do you think Emery will temper the high line like... Uh, he did against Chelsea over a couple of games because United have exposed it because of the you know the Rashford threat. They and have, yeah, they haven't gone at shows lightning quick, isn't he? Um, Ganacho as well. Maybe, maybe that'll be that'll be that'll be certainly one of the interesting narratives in this one. Is do Villa just change how they've played ever so slightly and be maybe a bit more pragmatic but play in a different way? And does he does he change the side? You know, you've had you know you've kept the same side from Sheffield United, but they're putting an absolute stinker against Chelsea. Do you? Do you make a you know a, a switch? I don't know. Well, what's he going to change? There's not really much I think apart maybe from Torres one, coming in. Yeah, I think maybe the, the, the potential of bringing Torres in allows you to play through phases in midfield, which we've failed to do against Newcastle, failed to do against against Chelsea. That's probably the only obvious one. I think otherwise the back line pretty much picks itself, the midfield picks itself. The only real decision really is um, Diaby or Bailey. Well, I'm going Bailey against uh, yep. United. And maybe if he's fit, do you do you maybe go with someone like a Ramsey as a ball carrier who's actually generally tended to play reasonably well against United in recent years? Yeah, well, that's why I'd have liked to have seen Ramsey play a bit longer against really. Chelsea, really, just to yeah, get him up little, for this game. Yeah, he had little moments. I mean, as soon as he came on, he picked the ball up and he carried it, and that's what he needs to do. That's what he's very good at, and that helps sort of Moreno as well. They've t- tended to be quite a good foil for each other, certainly towards the you know the back end of last season. But the, you, you're going to have to change something. You, know, you can't have the, the run of results. You know, you take the Sheffield United game in isolation and you look at your body of work over the last five or six games and you, you have to you, know, you have to do some tinkering here, I think. Otherwise, if you become really predictable, you know, United have, even though they're, you know, they're not the force they were and they've had a pretty shaky season and they're very inconsistent, they've still got good enough individuals that they will punish mistakes. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at their games uh, the other side of the new year uh, away from home. They got beat by West Ham, who they beat recently 3-0 at Old Trafford. They got beat 2-0 at uh, the London Stadium. And then a week before that, they played Liverpool away and got the draw 0-0. 
which at the time was a good result for them. Yeah, and it shows you that if they're focused, you know, they can uh, turn a game into a battle of attrition as well, rather than like the firefight they had uh, at Wolves. Mm-hmm. But I think the, the firefight against Wolves may replicate if Villa come to the party up top, but you know, at the back, they're a bit sloppy as they have been in recent games because we have shipped goals in games. I mean, so we haven't been beaten one nil in in close battles. Newcastle stuck three past us. Chelsea did. Man, you did earlier, of course, on, on Boxing yeah. Day. So it's all is not well in Villa's backline at the moment, and that's with Martinez making a, some good saves in those games. I mean, it could be a big one for the you know the goalkeepers. I mean, obviously, Martinez probably a better goalie than Anana, who's had a difficult start to his United career. But you're probably going to need your goalie to have a good game in this one because both teams are going to are going to have a, have a crack. I also wonder, you know, both sides have probably lost their big sort of centre-back player. I mean, Martinez for Man United's out, who's a, a really good ball-playing centre-half. Konza helps us in our builder play as well. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now. And we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas. You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Villa's home record. Used to be taking the best. A bit of a, taking a bit of a blip, We've hasn't it? slipped to third now. Arsenal have jumped above us. They've played a game extra. They've got an extra draw, so they're one point above us. So if you want to be talking about Fortress Villa Park, we might have to take care of business here against United. Mm-hmm. We are on our knees praying for a repeat of that performance against Manchester City, to be honest with you. And indeed, the you know the Man United game at Villa Park last season, which was a, still one of my favourite games in, in recent years. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, United are eighth in terms of their overall away form. 1-5, drawn 1, lost 5. Villa actually now fifth in the away record of uh, the season so far. So, which isn't horrendous. No, that's where you want to be. If we can beat United then you're kind of on course for top four, top five. If you've got like top five away record and the best home record, or let's say top two, top two home records, that, if you keep that, you're there. 
So simple, really. Right. In terms of the threats, well, injury-wise, I think we've got a bit of a bit of luck there, as you uh, mentioned. Uh, in terms of Martinez's in- injury, he was somebody who, uh, a bit like Torres, in terms of being able to play out the back, but also that that kind of diagonal ball over the top to unleash their front three. He has been a big miss for United, I think. So he came back and then hobbled off uh, against West Ham. And he's, he's not expected back until the end of March. So a major blow there, and it looks like M- Maguire might have to come in. Yeah. Which United fans aren't totally happy about. In, yeah, Varane's been back in the side. I think he played in the Wolves win with Martinez. He switched it up against West Ham. It was Maguire. So um, so that's the good news in terms of the injury front uh, on I the think United Cas- Casemiro side. back in the middle for them is a big thing. I think he's the guy who can break up play, and I think that's the... I remember the game last year where they had sort of Christian Eriksen in the middle and he was powder puff yeah. against us. I think it was, was it McTominay um, next to him? I can't remember who, who played next to him. It wasn't a particularly lively midfield, should we say, it was a thing actually Casemiro and he got you know the, that three in front of you know Fernandez Rashford. I think that's why they, they've essentially won the last two games because Casemiro back is so yeah. Uh, He's so much more solid. Especially in the West Ham game, he had he had a decent game. He was one of their yeah. better players. If you got him and Martinez, then uh, that that's two of the spine there. So Martinez being out is a big plus for for Villa essentially. Further forward, you know Mason Mount, Martial, they've they've been out for a few months. Yeah. So that's no big deal. So they're you know they're reasonably healthy across their their main match day squad. Yeah. But threats for you. Are you uh, considering Hoyland? He's starting to score now, isn't he? Yeah, thanks to us. Well done, Villa. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. For me, it's Garnacho. That's yeah. the, you know, he's lightning quick. You know, he destroyed us in the game at Old Trafford. He destroyed us, if you remember, in the, the cup game when he came off the bench in the League Cup last year as well. He's he's just very direct, very quick. And I think that's something that people like Cash Moreno could have a difficult outing against. Yeah, well, him and Rashford on on, uh, on either side, that's, that is the threat. I mean, you know, with a yeah. capital T, that's what all they've got. Fernandez is potentially the orchestrator there. Yeah. But they have got those two, uh, you know, the Hoyland, if they had a, like a proper number nine, like, a, I mean, he's making his way. But if they had a top notch number nine, then you've got a, a strong United team. You've certainly got the makings of it. Yeah, they're still very inconsistent. But if you had a, you know, a 20 goals a season plus striker, you're right, they'd be a, they'd be a different beast. Because Rashford, Ganacho, Fernandez, nothing wrong with that. You put a top no. striker up there. Casemiro behind them. Yep. So, yeah, he might score an odd one and we may have helped his uh, fledgling career but you'd rather him play rather than uh, what they should really have at the level that they're meant to be operating, Manchester United. Yes. But essentially, Rashford, Gennaccio, if you can stop them, how do you stop them? This is where the Konza, Konza absence doesn't really work for us because you would have thought they'd have played Konza with Bailey up in front of him. Probably. Probably, yeah. I think if, if everyone's fit, you'd have played, you'd played Torres, Torres and Carlos, wouldn't you, at the, at the, in the in the centre? Yeah. And obviously, Conza would have gone out to right back for this one. Maybe you just have to pin them back. I think maybe this is the kind of game where attacks the best form of defence. Do you say to Cash, if Cash plays, stop at the halfway line? No, I think you, pick, you have to pick your moment. You can't just completely... Because uh, I think you very easily end up with Bailey getting isolated. I mean, luckily, he can take people on, but yeah. uh, Cash is going to have to pick the right moment to go. You've got to be very, very disciplined. That's definitely a key area in this game. Yeah, agree. Uh, likewise, Moreno 
potentially uh, we'll have Gaianacho at him because yep. he normally plays on the left side. He has done, yeah, but I'd imagine that front three will be completely interchangeable off the the, them, the main striker, a little bit like our, the way we've been playing. Yeah, so it is at this point that I wish Konza didn't get injured and Luca Dean was in the squad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've kind of identified what our problem is, but Moreno was part of a matchday squad which was, well, first 11 that was irresistible at the end of last season. Yep. Now... He, he teamed up really well with Buendia. Obviously, Buendia's not here, but also had joy with Ramsey. I don't think Ramsey's match fit at the moment, and that's why we were saying could have done with an extra few minutes against Chelsea. So you can see where the weaknesses are, and it's out wide. But then again, Villa's box midfield didn't really get a grip of the Newcastle game or the Chelsea game. No, they didn't. It makes me wonder, depending on if Man U play a high line or not, maybe we'll try and, we might try and go in behind as well, almost play them the way they've been playing us. Bit of a you know, bit of a chess match, this one. The question I was going to ask you, actually, was the last couple of home games have been you know, pretty lacklustre performances and very bad atmospheres. Do you think this is the kind of game where, similar to sort of Arsenal and when we played Man United last season, if you win the toss, would you go to the Holt end first half in this one again and really try and get the crowd involved as early as possible? Because I think the fans really play a part in a game like this one. And I think, you know, the atmosphere has been bad, hasn't it? Noticeably. But historically, in terms of what wakes up Villa Park, number one is Blues, number two is Manchester United. Yep, and if there's something riding on it, and it's Man U, and there's something riding on this one, so there's no no excuse for it not to be a good one this time. normally the crowd will get, whatever Villa are doing, well, the crowd will be there at the start against Manchester United, and we've seen so many games where Villa actually respond, and they go ahead. It's just the uh, the second half where it kind of peters out and we get whacked. And they've come back from behind so many times. But normally they go in, the crowd and, and the teams go in with good intentions and normally start off well. So it might be worth uh, shooting to the halt in the first half just to let's just see if we can knock them out, basically. to get Yeah, get some momentum because you know, I think we've still got the, one of the best, if not the best record from winning positions in the league. Yeah. So it's like first goal is key in this one especially you know, we saw against Newcastle and Chelsea, when the opposition has scored the first one, the second has come pretty quick after. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we did turn the Brentford game around, but you know, they, these are very few and far between moments. And you're going off at the back of a dreadful performance at home. So you, you're looking at a crowd that will get apathetic quicker than potentially it would if we'd have beaten Newcastle and uh, taken care of Chelsea as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's stop those two wide guys and not give them traction. And, and and I don't think if we're playing that super high line, I don't think we will because it becomes real Russian roulette against United as we've seen in previous recent encounters. Right, Paul Panel's result. What are you going for? Following the trend of Villa reactions, I'm actually going to go for a home win. Oh. I do th- I do think we'll react. There's there's no way those players will want to have that Chelsea game on you know, on their backs for too long. So I think we'll react and I think I think we'll get the win. And also Manu is so fucking inconsistent. I'm going United win. <laughs> I re- I prefer to be wrong than uh, right in these things. Yeah, well clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine the neutral would probably say it's too close to call this one. Well, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not basing it on the Chelsea game. I'm basing it on the previous five. <laughs> the previous five or six games. They're the ones with forward momentum. I, I, would, I would definitely uh, agree with that. From the half time against Arsenal onwards. I mean, Arsenal, we were hanging on there, but that was because we, that was more a reaction to how we would, how we'd given our all against Manchester City, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. But since then, I don't know what it is. Is it, does a certain complacency, set in because suddenly you think well we've beaten Arsenal and Manchester City 
So when you're starting to play teams that in the back of your head, it's there's an expectation of winning rather than putting the working because we've seen players not wanting it as much as the opposition. Yeah. Is that because they're ex- there's an expectancy that they're better and they're? And I they think there's a number of them? yeah. I think there's a number of factors we, we've we've talked before about. You know, we're, we're all of a sudden we're the hunted rather than the hunter, and I think that that's a, a tag that we're not used to at Villa especially in the last, whatever, you know, decade. I also think teams have looked, you know, they saw that Arsenal game, City game, and, and, a, and a body of work that they've gone, right, we need to get on top of this. We need to work out how to stop Villa. And Villa haven't quite found out, I'm not going to say plan B, but they haven't got that sort of turn on a sixpence. You know, we can play a different way. Like, you, like you know, when Liverpool won the league a couple of years ago, they could beat you in three, four, five different ways. Yeah. We don't have that yet. It's kind of like if the Villa plan works, it works really well and you, you fancy them. But if it doesn't work, you don't go, oh, it's all right, Villa will, will turn to this way of playing. Or well, that what we haven't playing. got is potentially that, well, they're going to expect us to do this, so we're going to do this. Yeah, we don't have and the variety yet. We've we don't got seem to have the play. Yeah, like for example, you know, if, you know, if Martinez has the ball from a goal kick, generally everyone knows how it's going to go. And if we yeah. know, the opposition know. Yeah. So I do wonder if there, would there, could there be a, a not a wild card, but could there be a little tweak to the system or a little bit of variety? I, I don't know. We shall see. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now. And we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas. You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.